on this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy, we're going to talk to Bill Henry about the launch of Modern Piano Lab. This episode of Music Lesson Business Academy is brought to you by Musi.live, the ultimate music lesson management software. Have you tried teaching with the traditional conferencing platforms? If so, you've probably noticed these platforms lack the tools to conduct effective lessons. Musi.live was developed by music teachers for music teachers. It allows you to host high-quality lessons with a full suite of tools developed specifically for you, the music teacher. Thousands of teachers in over 40 countries have already brought their studio to the next level with the help of Musi.live. So why not give it a try today? Two-week free trials are available to all users at Musi.live. Once again, that's Musi.live. Hey everybody, Danny here. Welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. Thanks so much for checking in for another episode and thanks for all the uh the streams and downloads and listens over the last couple of years or so. I don't even know how many years it's been. I'm not even sure how many episodes there are. I should look that up at some point. But anyway, it's getting to be quite a few. Thanks so much. I greatly appreciate it. And we're going to get right into this episode. Bill Henry is launching Modern Piano Lab as something that you as a music school owner or individual teacher can take on and add to your programs and have another profit center. So uh, with that said, let's get right into it. All right, Mr. Henry, Bill Henry from Mr. Henry's Music World. Welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. How are you, man? Hey, doing well, Danny. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. My pleasure. And thanks for, uh, you know, staying up kind of late. You're out there on the East Coast. So, (laughs) you know, it's not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, awesome. It's so good to uh, see you. And today, we're we're kind of making a big announcement, uh, and uh, I'm going to let you make the announcement. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, um, rolling out a, a new program called Modern Piano Lab, and uh, yeah, this program it's a group program, but it's it's really kind of attacking group in a different way, maybe a way that really hasn't you know really been done, and instead of using well, you know, I mean, if we just even talk about group piano just in general, there's really almost like two versions of group, right? So we have sure. the group piano program where you have maybe a set curriculum and all of those students are enrolled, you know, in October and they go till January or, or what have you, right? So there's a certain set of time that they go through maybe a couple modules or something, right? So they're all working together as a group 
um, in, in the class. And that would be kind of like something that I would typically do in where I teach. So I teach in, in you know, elementary public schools. Right, right. And so all of those kids, we're just taking them through everything all together. So that's one way you could run a group program. Sure. Right? But then there's also this other way where kids are, they're working kind of on their own, on their own, in their, and, and you might have a diverse um, number of students in there at different levels, right? But they're all coming kind of together and working on things. And there's a teacher kind of running around and, and making sure that they're giving almost kind of like a mini lesson, right? Right, right. But typically with that one, we're, you know, there's the, the kids are working from some sort of book. Yeah, the standard um, curriculums out, out there. Right, Faber right. books or whatever, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, just right. to back up real quick, when you say you're, sure. you're, you're launching this, um, so you're making this program available for other music schools to now offer at their school through kind of like yes, a licensing exactly. type, type of deal. So, cause we've, That's you know, right. we've been talking about kind of what you created and then I kind of came on board and, you know, added a little bit of my, you know, our school's flair to it and stuff. And we've been, you know, mm -hmm. we've been offering, we've been teaching this class at, at one of our locations for a while now. And I feel like we, you know, we learned a lot and we kind of got the wheels rolling and got a little, uh, you know, experience doing it. So now we're at that stage where we feel like, you know, you've created this amazing curriculum, the video curriculum, and we'll get into that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've added, you know, there's printable materials. And then we kind of added uh, just some things to kind of keep track of where kids are at in the class and some little rewards and things like that. And uh, we kind of, put together the system, you know, the way we use the iPad with this keyboard and this, you know, mixer. And this thing is really plug and play all the way down to some, you know, marketing emails and just, I feel comfortable now selling the program pretty well. If I were talking to a parent, I feel like I can uh, explain the, the negative elements of traditional piano lessons, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and how this addresses some of those things. So this is really a great, uh, opportunity for people to offer something at their school in various formats, which we'll get into too, which is one of the things that I think is so cool about this is it's mm -hmm. kind of flexible on how yes. you want to use it. Um, right. You know, so I, this is a really good opportunity for music schools or individual teachers to be able to offer something that could be new, really cutting edge uh, and very, very profitable. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. You know, you were kind of talking about the two different types of group classes that are out there. Give us a little bit more of a rundown of what modern piano lab looks like. Sure. Yeah. So the 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 last thing that I was kind of saying there was that type of group where you have a book and and kids might be on different versions of the book, but they're all coming to the same class. With this, we've we've basically have taken the book out of the equation and have upgraded the book with a digital curriculum. And so that, and you were kind of saying that before about the videos. So this, this curriculum is a step-by-step -step sequential curriculum that offers videos. And the, the videos are really kind of more like a show. It's not really like just me like, oh, this is how you play 
you know, right. this or this is how you play that. It's not really that. It's it's really more of of a show where I'm kind of like this character and with within the you know, 20 or even 30 minute video, core video lesson, there's animated shorts in there, which is talking about, you know, the quarter notes and the eighth notes. And so, so there's, there's that core video and then there are practice sessions that go along with it. So those would be uh, things that students would do to develop the skills that were learned within that core video. So that's what the digital curriculum kind of is in a nutshell. But the way that it kind of ties together with the group program is essentially students would come to your studio and they would have their own login and they're going through that video curriculum on their own, but they're not alone because they are there with you in your studio for that 45 or 60 minute session. And um, during that session, the kids would be working through the digital curriculum, but then they're also getting help from that teacher who's floating around. And, and the one thing that, you know, when, when you have these, when you have a group piano program where, and I've, I've like, I've watched other teachers, I've seen it in action, and it's when you have the group piano program where um, they're all working from a book, it's, I mean, the teacher has to be pretty skilled in being able to, you know, look, focus in with one student while the other student is, is doing something else and you have to jump back and forth. And so there's a lot of jumping back and forth and making sure that kids, especially young kids, are, you know, entertained during that time. And that sure. can be kind of tough. But with the digital Yeah, the book isn't really entertaining. Yeah. Right. The book isn't. Yeah. And, and. And I'd, I'd almost even say like the book is really just more of them practicing things that they have already learned, not necessarily yes. getting taught new things. So with the video curriculum, the kids are actually learning as they're sitting there and the teacher can, the teacher just has more uh, ability to move freely around and really hone in on what a student might need. Um, while the other students are still working and learning. So, 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 so yeah. you, you know, an individual video is actually doing the teaching to a certain extent. And the yes. teacher is really there to answer questions about what might be in that video and to have the student mm -hmm. demonstrate what they have learned by watching the video yes. and doing the practice sessions and things like that. I, I wanted right. to ask you because, you know, you're coming from a public school teaching background. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my thought, and, you know, hopefully I've, I've been telling parents this correctly, is, I, you know, I've been saying, well, this is more how kids are learning. This yeah. combination of a multimedia, you know, maybe watching a video, then having, you know, live interaction with a teacher to answer questions. Yeah. And, and then, you know, that as they progress through school, there's going to be more and more of this type of learning. Um, you know, I, I'm a huge science nerd, even though I have no science background whatsoever. I barely graduated high school. I'm sure everybody could tell. Um, if you've ever read anything I wrote, you can tell. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the huge myths out there, and it is a myth, is how people learn differently. Oh, I'm a visual learner or I'm an mm. auditory learner. That's actually kind of 
completely BS. Everybody learns from these multiple, you know, from reading, right. video, and, and auditory, you know, listening to things. And right. um, so are you seeing that in that public school environment that, you know, your kids are learning more in this kind of format? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I literally had a conversation earlier today with um, the guy I do the podcast with, uh, the music podcast for kids. Um, we're good friends, uh, Bruce Fight. He also is a music teacher, elementary music teacher. <clears throat> and he was, he was talking about, oh man, I remember back like when I was first starting, he was talking about a teacher who got fired because um, they were using videos in the classroom and how we were kind of like, like back in the day, that was kind of like taboo. Like you weren't supposed to. It was like you were like fake teaching or something, you know? Yeah. And now that's just not the deal, you know, to <laughs> videos getting used. You know, I mean, obviously we don't want kids to just sit and watch a video and do nothing. So it right. could have been, it could have very well been that that was the case there. I don't know. But <laughs> right. What Turning I'm, on a video and then he's out of there and he's like, I'll come back yeah, in an hour. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that could have been it. Um, but the... Um, but no, there's definitely more and more of a push to use technology. I mean, they have smart boards in a room. I mean, they want us to use that mm -hmm. stuff. So, well, um, you know, yeah, and again, like, I, I, and again, I, you know, occasionally a parent will say something to me about screen time. I don't want my kid on yeah. any more screen time. You know, what, mm. we got that when we rolled out just like Seesaw or something a couple of years ago saying, you know, we can post mm -hmm. your lesson assignment and videos and. I don't want more screen time. I want less. And it's like, well, I get that. If you're talking about your kid being on TikTok, this is mm -hmm. education. You know, your right. piano lesson, you know, it's, I don't, I'm not going to say the same as everything else you're learning in school, but pretty close. Like this is an yeah. educational thing. This right. is the way it's going to be done. And most likely the job that your child is going to do is going to involve computers and screens. Sure. Like, you know, we're not, it's not the same thing as, I, I get it. You don't want them playing video games all day, on the sure. phone playing some kind of game, on the phone doing social media. That's not, you know, what we're doing. And it, it's, it, right. it, it sounds like it, it would be obvious, but, you know, it's something that parents will definitely bring up and you have to push back on that and also remind them, hey, this is how people learn now. Yeah. It's a combination right. of these things, you know? That's right. Because um, no nobody wants to miss out. Nobody wants to hold their child back either <laughs> from, you know, doing things the way that, you know, everyone else is doing and um, potentially negatively impact them in the future. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I agree um, for sure. You know, it, uh, I was going to mention when you were talking about the videos, just, um, you know, we've talked about it before, but I'll, I'll make sure I post some links because. It's real easy to just sort of say you've made these animated videos and blah, blah, blah. Until you watch it, like, you just don't get how good they are until you watch mm. these things. Like, this is, it, and, and I, to some extent, I have a little bit of a struggle still in my sales process with parents going, no, trust me. Like, you know, and I always say, this is like Schoolhouse Rock. And then I kind of remember, and I'm like, wow, I'm 55. I might be talking to parents that don't know schoolhouse rock even you know and uh mm -hmm. you know so the quality of 
not only the production, but again, like you mentioned, there's a whole character, there's kind of a storyline. And right. what I noticed when we first started to work on the class, the way that we practiced this class is we took kids from Kids Rock and mm-hmm. we just said, hey, we're going to do something different today. Check it out. And we took them into the new room and sat them down. And they yeah. started watching that video with their headphones on and kids that were normally kind of hard to corral and were running around. They were just, they were just glued to the video screen yeah. watching the That's lesson. Awesome. So yeah. I, there's just so many benefits to that high quality production that, that, you've, uh, that you've put together. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, and something else too that uh, is part of this whole uh, thing because, <clears throat> you know, I mean, my heart is in that, that group uh, lesson where kids are doing stuff together at the same time as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's definitely part of this curriculum as I've created um, tons of resources that elementary music teachers are using all over the world. And um, those resources are a part of this curriculum as well. So if you could imagine if you had a 60-minute lesson to have, you know, because this is designed for kids ages like 6 through 10. So to have like a 6-year-old just sitting there for 60 minutes in front of a screen to to watch video and all of that, that's not what we're suggesting either. Like that's not what it would be. Because there's these other resources where you can use um, that are fun, engaging, and they're general music enough. It's not really specific to anything where they're clapping rhythms and, you know, they're doing singing and movement and all of that stuff. So there's a point where during the class and the teacher, you know, it's very flexible. They could decide. It could be dependent on how kids are doing. Like, okay, let's take a break and let's all stand up and let's do the uh, wintertime rap, you know, from Mr. Henry's Music World. Um, So it's still connecting that it's, you know, it's, it's all part of the same curriculum, um, but it gets kids up and moving. It gets them, you know, doing some different things. Um, there's also even a, a whole part of the curriculum that's called piano band. So kids, um, depending on, uh, upon where kids are within the curriculum, um, you would assign different parts and you can have, you know, four students uh, playing different parts, basically they're ostinato parts, and you could, you know, since you're on keyboards, you could change the sound, and you kind of create this little piano band. And there are slide presentations that a teacher can use to, you know, guide kids through all of those things. There's videos incorporated with that. So there, there are parts to this curriculum where it's not just here's the digital curriculum and have fun with it. It's Here's the digital curriculum. Oh, and we're going to do all these other fun things that allow you to improvise, play together as a group, um, and then just doing some basic movement and things like that. So the, there's, there's other parts to this that make yeah. it, ultimately, we want the kids to be like, yes, I can't wait to go sure, to, sure. Do, uh, to do this program because um, we get to watch some videos and do some of the playing of the piano, and then we get to do all this other interesting things that are along with it.
If you're a music school owner or a music teacher looking to expand and you need somebody to talk to, somebody to bounce your ideas off of or just complain to, you could even do that. I recently opened up some time slots to make available for one-on-one coaching. Links are in the show notes. Now back to the show. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of materials and a lot of resources Mm -hmm. that you're giving to people. Um, Along with that, we've also kind of laid out, you know, here's a way that you could utilize these resources. Cause not everybody is good at like taking all that and then creating like a class flow or a workflow. And, and that was something right. that we worked on at the school was like, okay, we've got yeah. all this information. We have the basic idea of how this class is supposed to go. Like, how do we want this thing to really work? And we, we mm-hmm. really got detailed to a certain extent. So, yeah, you know, I can paint a little bit of a picture that might help people in the way that we were utilizing the program, which is, Kids would show up. We have the piano workstation. Each workstation has an iPad, a little mixer, headphones, keyboard. We have little chalk placards above those keyboards where we can write the student's name. And the teacher is pre-writing those names before the student shows up so the student knows where to sit down. And we mix it up because we have cool murals and stuff in the room and we knew like, Somebody would always want that one or this one. So we mix it up so yep. they're not, you know, getting gypped out. The teacher also has all the logins for the students. So when the student sits at, you know, the chalkboard where their name is, they are already logged in. Mm-hmm. You know, just from our past experience, like the kids are, you know, they're not going to know the login and all that kind right. of stuff. So we yep. do all that for them. And then the class starts with the teacher doing something with the students for maybe those first five minutes or so kind of just a welcome and a, you know, a centering of what we're doing. Then the kids work on their own. Then more near the end of the class, maybe the last 15 minutes or so, we utilize some of those group activities that you were mentioning. Some of those videos that, you know, teach a rap song or whatever it is that we're doing. Um, And that's kind of, like you said, that's the get everybody together part or do the piano band portion of it. Along right. with that, you know, you've created all these printed materials. So each student has a notebook. Mm-hmm. We just went ahead and printed out all of the printed materials. Now, the parents, certainly, they have access to all this at home. They could print it out. But again, right. we're kind of thinking in advance of, like, kids are going to show up without notebooks. They're going to forget right. it at home. So we have extras of everything ready to go in a cabinet. Yep. And then... You know, so the child is working on chapter two. They are going to do the play along. They raise their hand. If they have a question, they raise their hand to demonstrate to the instructor. I'm going to do the play along, which is kind of like taking a quiz. And then there is a written thing for them to fill out. They've done all that. The teacher has a stamper that they stamp in their book saying, you know, good job. You've passed. We have stickers for them. And then the student can move on from there. That's kind of like the rough flow or workflow of the class, the way that we're offering it, which is, you know, a 60 minute um, weekly class. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and something that you had mentioned too, with the printables, and this is where I think it even goes above and beyond uh, the, the normal group setting is the kids are going to be able to practice this at home. 
like with ease because they can go through the curriculum on their own. They can just log in and all those printables are in there. So you could keep all the books in the studio like you mentioned, but if they want to print things off and do it there as well, sure, you know, they can. So right. that I think is They could show up deal. to class with, you know, stuff they printed out from home and have filled out yep. and, yep. you know, yeah. So it, it's, and I think that comes down to, you know, uh, and we can talk about it a little bit more in the uh, later on today, but just kind of the, you know, some of the selling points and the profit and the value that you're offering um, the person. I, before we get to that, I think the other thing that's really important is understanding that you don't really have to do it just the way that I outlined. You know, you have yeah. some people doing it purely as 100% as an online class, correct? That's right. Yeah. So, um, you could have people coming into a studio, but um, there was someone who she was like, oh, I can't find a spot. You know, right. it's, it's just really tough to find a, a, a spot right now. And um, so she's just going to do it online. And, and that's essentially what I do. So this program is, you know, I have students enrolled in this program just as like a piano course, but then I offer group sessions with those students. So... Basically, I, I just call it office hours. Um, it would just be like, you know, if you were doing a coaching program with someone and they do office hours. So I do the same thing, but with piano. And um, so I, and you could run it the same way where you have kids coming into the Musee room, which I know Musee, they do, like they have a group thing that you can, that yep. you can do. And um, so students would log on with you online. And they can just be working on their curriculum. So it's, it's, it's a dedicated time for them to sit and work on their curriculum. And then you would, you know, poke in and out with, uh, with talking to each student and seeing where they are and how they're doing. And they can perform for you. And, you know, you could even do some of these games online, you know. So there, there are definitely things that you can do um, with the students online and, um, you know, just... You're basically there just to check to see how they're doing. Is their hand in the correct position and things like that. So, so that is another I, option it, as well. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that the way that this is laid out, you know, somebody could take the program that they're, you know, license the program from you and kind of come up with their own, you know, class offering at their school, depending on what they have available to them. Um, right. You know, so there's either end of the spectrum. They could ask for direct help to set it up exactly the way we're doing it or something. They could do something in between, or they could say, I'm going to take all these things and create, you know, this kind of class with it. And I think that that's, that offers up a lot of opportunities for people, depending on their current, um, you know, situation. One of the things that I, you know, that I've mentioned a little bit to parents when I'm selling it to is, you know, when I think back to taking private drum lessons, I mean, I loved my teacher. I wanted mm-hmm. to be a drummer in a band. There was no doubt. Like I was very into wanting to, you know, play drums in a band. Um, even at that level, and I've done lessons as an adult. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's not comfortable to sit <laughs> under the scrutiny yeah. of the teacher. So, yeah. You know, sh- me showing up as an adult to a drum lesson and having the teacher go, okay, I uh, assigned you this, show me what you got. 
it's not comfortable. There's an anxiety level, even for somebody who's a professional musician, (laughs) you know? And so now if you take that to kids doing piano, you know, I mean, there's always exceptions or some kids that might thrive in that environment. But I think for most people sitting down on the piano bench next to a teacher who's like, okay, I, you know, you were going to do, you know, pages 10 and 11. Let me hear you. You know, there's stress and, and, you know, things involved there. And the concept of, you know, watching an instructional video and following along and kind of working on your own at your own pace, but knowing there's somebody there to help you is, is a much more enjoyable, um, environment for the kid versus traditional piano lessons. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What, um, you know, so what are some of the, um, well, you mentioned a little bit, you know, just kind of the offerings and we were talking about pricing before we got into the interview today. And, you know, because that always comes up private lessons versus group classes. And, you know, I think, the world in general looks at like, well, a private one-on-one thing, that's the top tier, that's the best. So it should be the most expensive Yeah. versus a group class, you know? And uh, so kind of what are your thoughts and, and, you know, from a sales standpoint of selling a group program like this? Yeah, I think uh, to me, group is really, it's a totally different beast than private lessons. It's a totally different thing, right? Like we wouldn't, you know, my son, he, um, he did soccer, right? He, and, and of course, there's a group of kids that are all playing together. And, but if I were to say, oh, yeah, I enrolled my kid in private one-on-one soccer lessons, like, first of all, people would be like, what? Like, really? I mean, he's only six. Like, it would be, that would be kind of a big deal. And it would be looked at as a right. completely different thing, right? It's, I mean, it right. would be like two different things. And, and, uh, and so people think, do do it like little league baseball kids, uh, at least out here in California, like 10 year olds will go to like a batting coach in sure. addition to their, you know, their team sports. But right. it's crazy expensive. <laughs> it's yeah. like $200 an hour. And, yeah. you know, I mean, they're really, you know, that's a highly dedicated, you know, person at that level. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, I mean, it's definitely there, but it's, it's really looked at as a totally different thing. And I, I think that's the same with group piano. So like, if we think about, well, what am I going to charge for group piano? Um, that would be in, you know, what, in relation to the private, I just kind of think it's a different thing. So what I would do is look at, well, what kind of pricing is going on in your area? that uh, is centered around like karate or dance, right? Something where the, the kids are in a group. So my, my son also does karate and um, we pay 130 bucks a month. He goes twice for 30 minutes. And sometimes there might be, you know, 25 kids in that class. So he's right, not right. getting nearly as much of a, as a attention. So if, if I'm charging... Uh, more than that, I would think that that would be completely fair. So if you were in the 150 to 160 range and you're only going to have four to eight kids every week for 60 minutes, once a week, um, you know, that to me is not out of the question at all, just because of the fact that that student is going to get more 
time with the instructor uh, with the instructor. Right. And, you know, private lessons, I'm not putting down private lessons at all, because I do think that private lessons for certain kids is 100% well, at, yeah, necessary, you know. At a certain point. Right. And, and, you at know, a certain level. Keeping in mind that this class is, is more beginner-oriented, for sure. Um, right. You've mentioned maybe down the road having kind of a next level. This isn't for, mm-hmm. a, you know, somebody who calls you and says, yeah, my, my you know, 10-year-old's been doing lessons for three years already. This isn't right. the direction for them. This is yeah, this is for a beginner. Though this is a common customer, which is I have a six year old. I want him to take private piano lessons, and I'm right. you know pushing back on that customer now, saying, "Right, they're not going to enjoy that for sure." And yeah. so, are you saying you're going to make them come even if they don't like it? Because I can almost not 100, percent but almost guarantee you they're not going to dig it. You know, and it's like. <laughs> We've starred in this barbecue a hundred thousand times. Two months from now, you're going to call and say, I'm having to drag them to piano lessons and they're not practicing. I know 90% chance that's what you're going to say. So I'm just making you aware of that. Here's another option. And this is why this is a better place to start them for a year. Then, you know, move them on from there or a year and a half. Right. You know, kind of however long it takes for them to go through the program. I, yeah. I think the other thing, you know, from a value standpoint, is the fact that the curriculum online is so good that they have access to that at home. And with your karate and jujitsu classes or dance or any of that, there's generally nothing like that. Right. So, yes, this is a group class in person versus a private lesson. But when you go home, there is a world class digital curriculum that you could easily be paying, you know, $50 a month for just by itself. Right. So, you know, you've got to, you know, that's something we can help people with is like outlining the value proposition that you're using when you are selling this to a parent. Now, that's right. An element that we've been trying to kind of work in, and I think the bigger it gets, (laughs) the easier this is, is I've always loved the jujitsu model. Which is, you know, I basically, when I did jujitsu, I paid, you know, it was 150 bucks a month then. It's probably 200 now. Yeah. And as a beginner, they'll give you a schedule and say, okay, you're a beginner. See all those green blocks on the weekly schedule? You can come to any of those. But you can come as many yeah. as you want. You can come every day if there's a green block available. Yeah. Now, when you get to a certain level, then you can come to the blue ones too. So then you get to a point where it's like, well, I could go to a more intro beginnerish class on Monday, but then I'm going to go to the little bit more advanced class on Tuesday. And the benefit and the nice thing about that is somebody who's really motivated could go, you know, five nights a week. And when I was really into jujitsu, there were times where I would go to an 11 a.m. class and then a 6 p.m. class because I oh, was wow. really into it. But yeah. most people, two times a week probably, is really sure. what they're going to do. And in your right. kids, you know, your son's karate case, they're kind of saying, well, you can only come twice a week. So, but the other benefit to that is the flexibility of the schedule. And that's always yeah. the challenge with the private lesson. Your lesson is Tuesdays at 430. And there's just so much going on that it's a constant nightmare of rescheduling. Yeah. So what we've kind of always wanted to get to is like, hey, you don't. Just, just come to the class whenever you can, the same way you would with jujitsu or karate. 
And so right. what we were offering with Modern Piano Lab is you have your scheduled, you know, you're the, you're the Tuesday at 4 p.m., but then we had these other floater classes throughout the week. And we'd yeah. say, well, if you can't make it to that one, just come to one of the floater ones. And they'd have to kind of like go online and register for the floater class. Because obviously, you know, there's a limited amount of people that can be in the class. And That's awesome. we were also then just telling them, you want to do two classes a week? Just come to your regular class and sign up for the floater class. Because we're, we're going to have a teacher there anyway, so it's not really costing us anymore. Sure. Giving them that like, well, here's now a whole nother value proposition. You're talking about two 60-minute classes potentially a week mm-hmm. and the at-home you know, ability to access the curriculum. So you know, we were charging $200 a month you know, yeah. for that, for yeah. that class. Right. So, and I think the bigger you build it, the easier it would be to offer like you can come two times a week or three times a week. Right. The bigger it gets, the easier it would be to do that That's and still right. have it remain incredibly profitable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, and, and the scheduling wise, that's, I mean, it pretty much dissolves any sort of scheduling. Now you're not dealing with, oh, my kid can't come in at 4.30. Can we do, you know, this time? Right. Because that's always a huge puzzle to try and put piece together. So this would have just eliminate all of that. It would just be gone, right. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of one of those things where as I was selling that to parents, it's like, I was sort of pointing out a problem that they didn't really think about in advance, you know, yeah. and, and going, you know, we want to do it like going to karate class where you can do these yeah. multiple things. They don't think about the, the private lesson scheduling problem. You know, you have right. to kind of like tell them, well, here's this problem out there you might not have been aware of. And we've, and here's the solution to that problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. You know, so, um, you know, and kind of just following a sales format similar to, you know, I, I could almost do it with what we're doing today, which is, you know, there's, there's a person out there. And who's that person? Well, that person is a piano teacher or they're a music school owner. What's the problem? Well, private lessons. It's really, um, from a cost standpoint, prohibitive because of the skilled labor. It's hard to find mm-hmm. teachers right now. You're going to be paying them more, and you have limited time and limited space in that room. So mm-hmm. the solution to that is this group class, right? Yeah. So we have a person, we have the problem, we've, we've presented the solution, and there's one final thing in that sales process, and that's the offer. <laughs> so. Yeah. Take it away, Bill. What's the offer? Sure. Yeah, sure. So the, yeah, so currently um, running for the first three months, it's $97 per month. So, um, and, and then after that, so the normal price to license and get, to get everything would be $297. Um, and so, yeah, so what that includes, I mean, we discussed mostly what that includes, but that's all the resources. That's the ability for each student that you have enrolled to be enrolled into their own uh, curriculum. It's, it's, it's not like a bunch of kids are going to be piled up into one curriculum. They'll actually be able to keep track of where they are specifically. They're going to have their own login. So every student that you have come in will uh, have the ability to access that and then all of those group resources and like piano band. Um, and there's even 
Uh, so there's there's all these different themes throughout per, per pretty much every month of the year. So, right, like right. for example, there's uh, the wintertime wrap would be perfect to do, you know, in that uh, January February time, um, or the uh, there's a Valentine's wrap. Right? Bill, can so you just do one of the wraps for us? Can you just do one right uh, now? Yeah, sure. <laughs> for real? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let me. <clears throat> I gotta like warm up. Put you on uh, the, the spot winter here. Time wrap here. Yeah. It's winter time. That's right. Let's rhyme. Snow was falling low. Uh, no, I just lost it. I just lost it. We're going to have to cut that. I got put on the spot. I'll, I'll you have edit to check that. it out. Check it out on YouTube. Um, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of those are on YouTube. So you could check them out, you know, to see what the quality is like. But the. Um, just, yeah, the, just also, as, since you've mentioned the YouTube thing, I, I just want to yeah. say, you know, I, I think it is important for people to look at what you've done on YouTube because I mean, you have videos with over a million views, which is mm-hmm. no small feat on YouTube. And, you know, I, I don't know what your subscribership is right now, but you know, you, you have a pretty successful thing going there and, and, you know, it's easy to, to listen to somebody get on here and, and go, Oh, I created this curriculum and everyone should license it from me or whatever. But, you know, they really owe it to themselves to to look at that what you've done on YouTube and what you've done with the the podcast. Um, yeah. It's you know you were featured in the New York Times. I've listened to many episodes. The production oh, cool. level it is amazing, and you know I know a little something about what that takes and yeah. the amount of time and effort that you've put into creating these videos and your YouTube videos and something like the Wintertime Wrap. You know, even though you couldn't do it for us right yeah, now, I know. that's okay. But you know, people can check it out. It, it's really <laughs> yeah, check it out. good stuff. There's nobody's done Thank anything you. close to this that I've seen. So please go check those things out. So uh, getting back to the offer. So yeah, yeah. Sorry. So news yes. for new music schools wanting to license this program, they can license it today for ninety seven dollars a month for the first three months. And right. the thought there is. During those first couple of months, you got to learn about the program. You got to practice how you're going to, you know, you got to set it up. You got to do all those, those kind of things. So you're kind of giving them a uh, very low barrier to entry to get started in the program, yeah, which is, you know, that's, a, you know, that's always a challenge for people to yeah. fork over the money knowing like, well, it might take six months to get this thing rolling. So yeah. um, that's great. And then after that, two ninety seven a month, which you only need a couple people signed up and you're, you're already you know, in the black. Um, and then I would just offer anybody who signs up, we're going to have a link in the show notes here and a link in the de- description on YouTube. Sign up through that link. Um, or if they just happen to contact you some other way, if they mention sure. that they you know, heard anything about it here on the show, um, you know, I will do easily you know just a 60 minute call with anybody who's got a question about it or wants help with how do you sell this stuff um how do you do the marketing just how did we set up our room that's always a question what keyboards did you buy and you know what gear are you using and uh you know somebody just i was doing an active campaign you know help call with somebody recently and they were like hey i want to do this piano thing what you know how do you set it up so you know, whatever your questions are, you can get in touch with me. I'd be more than happy to, you know, offer that support. And, yeah, um, awesome. 
you know, and really from, you know, again, you know, as a lot of people know, my background is in sales. So that that's part of the part I enjoy is taking something like this and figuring out, well, what are the features, advantage, advantages and benefits? How would I present this to somebody in a clear, concise, you know, sales format and follow right. kind of that standard people problem? You know, here's the here's the uh, solution to your problem. Here's the transformation. And at the bottom, here's our offer, you know, so right. be more yeah, than happy to yeah, help exactly. anybody with that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. And also, yeah. And also include, I want to say this too, that I do a, a 60 minute session as well. And that would be with the person who's teaching. So there's, there's owner right. training modules within there. So if you're the owner and you're not necessarily the teacher, there's training in there for you to let you know, like what to do and how everything is supposed to be set up and how to communicate things with me and all that good stuff. But then there's also a whole teacher training module. So if you're the owner and you wanted someone else to teach it, you just hand them off uh, these materials. They go through this course, basically, which shows them how to teach it. But then I'll also meet with that teacher and you know offer any questions or tips and tricks on you know, how to, how to run a group program. I mean, I do, I work with groups of kids all day, every day, almost. (laughs) So, um, so that's, that's something that, you know, that's, that's my forte is being able to work with kids, uh, in groups. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So if anyone has, cool. I I, I think it's, you know, just let us know. I I think these kind of classes are certainly much more of what we're going to see in the future. If I were, you know, Starting a new music school today, I, I, I wish I would have started with classes more like this and made these kind of things kind of the bread and butter and then the private lessons kind of the secondary versus the other way around, which I think most of right. us start a school or our business on private lessons and then maybe add the group classes. I, I wish I would have started, you know, the other way. And and I think, right. you know, just the landscape of what we do as a business is is changing and is going to continue to change. You know, we're certainly experiencing that, you know, in, in our market, which is, you know, challenges in finding space, you know, is, is tougher mm-hmm. and tougher. So, mm-hmm. you know, how much space do you need to be able to offer a bunch of private lessons, knowing that everybody wants them from three to seven? Those are your, you know, you're going to have openings before three and after seven. And those three to seven slots. So that means you got to have a bunch of rooms to fill them between three and seven to make it more and more profitable. And so those are challenges. The challenge of the skilled labor, I think, is going to be an issue maybe for a while. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I think it's better to get out ahead of the change that is, you know, Modern music schools and music instruction, I think, is going to be a combination of digital curriculums with interaction with a teacher. Because we're even doing that in our private lessons. You know, if you're a guitar student with us, we have a full digital guitar curriculum for you to follow. So it's that same kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you're doing 30 minutes with the teacher, but yeah, it's online. But when you go home, really your progression is based on what you do before that next 30 minute lesson a week from now. It's not really, I mean, how much can you learn in 30 minutes just talking to that teacher? Right. You know, when it's really something that you need to apply yourself to. So we're kind of creating that environment and shifting the mindset of the customer. 
because the customer will, in the old days, would always say, well, let's do an hour. I want them to get more. Let's do an hour. And it's like, all right, well, 30 minutes, an hour, 45 minutes. It's like, it's not going to make that much of a difference. (laughs) You know, it's what happens this week at home. So creating like the, this great lesson assignment that includes video that might include, you know, PDFs and written things, what they do during that week. So it's really creating the lesson assignment, sending them home to do their homework and then coming back, checking on it and then moving them down the road. You know, when I, I always would, you know, when I, it always kind of, you know, I understand voice students and teach, you know, you shouldn't just start singing, you know, you know, have, you know, hard or heavy with no warm up, but it always like kind of bummed me out that I'd hear, you know, students go into a voice lesson and then you, you know, every voice lesson around the world, it's the same thing. Bung, bung, da, 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 bung, bung, da, 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 da. It's like, really, we're, we're doing warm ups in a 30 minute time slot. Yeah. You know, or yeah. I, in, I've even seen drum teachers and we're doing warm up paradiddles and we're warming up mm-hmm. scales and it's like, that's not the students not really learning anything from that. They should warm yeah. up before they get into their lesson. Yeah, before they, <laughs> you know, right. so that true. you can teach them a concept, right. demonstrate the concept, check their understanding of the concept, and then go, okay, here's what I want you to do this week to like get really good at that new concept. Go, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I think things are going to continue to move in that direction, and this this program is right up that alley. I think so. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting. Bill, cool, thanks man. so much, man. We're going to, hey, you. Uh, you and I were talking about doing a series of uh, podcasts here over the next few months, be just kind of covering in general uh, elements and things that uh, people encounter teaching group classes and how we can kind of help them to be more profitable and offer more of that and integrate also this kind of digital world that most music schools haven't really gone down that road yet and they probably need to. Yeah. So uh, cool. Exciting stuff. Thanks so much for uh, being on the show, buddy. Hey, thank you. See you, Danny.